Okay, good morning. Today's daf is daf Lamed Ches. Today's shoe is the Ilunishmas Svi Ben Moshe. May his Neshama have an Aliyah and may his memory be a blessing. Um, yeah, we're going to go from the fourth last line of Lamed Zayin Amud Beis 37b. So the Gemara um, yesterday, remember the Gemara, the Gemara explained the Machloikes and the source for the Machloikes, Rabbi Lezer and the Rabbonin, that Rabbi, the Rabbi, sorry, not Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva learns the source for Tam Ke'ikar. I, this, it's a very important concept. Oh, this, I wanted to mention this because I didn't get a chance to answer Ishir. But um, the concept of Tam Ke'ikar, that if a food tastes like another food, let's say you have vegetables that taste like non-kosher meat, you treat those vegetables as if they're non-kosher. Tam Ke'ikar, the ta- we, go, we treat the taste as the essence, as what it is. Yeah, so 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 anachramiv. That's that's I think now it's just flavorance, artificial flavorance. But yeah, so so I think I mean the important point I think to distinguish is more the source of the flavor, not so much the actual flavor. Like if you have the I don't know if you uh, making is not a problem because the source of the flavor is. Uh, is from a kosher shechted animal, but if it's bacon, even if it tastes the exact same, it's problematic. And I imagine even if you treat non-kosher ingredients that they taste like a, you treat your the pork that it tastes like beef, doesn't change that it's not a problem. It's it's, it's where it comes from. In a, it's almost it's, yeah, it's, it's if it's absorbed in it, the actual substance. And then there's a discussion how far do you treat that? Do you treat it as if now the flavors actually changed it so that the it's a, now a new substance, a non-kosher substance, as opposed to uh, beef that's saturated with non-kosher flavor. It is now whatever that non-kosher flavor is. It's a discussion of how far it goes. Um, but that's Rabbi Akiva learns Tamke Ikar, just, just to give a quick summary, and then I'll bring out the interesting point I wanted to. Um, Rabbi Akiva learns Tamke Ikar is... Uh, is learnt out from Gule Nochrim. This that we have to kasher our pots from non-kosher, um, or from chomets to pesach. That's giulei. It's learned out from midjan that what's absorbed in the walls in non-kosher. So we kiva learns the concept of tamke ikav for there, and therefore when he comes to nazir, that says mishras when it's infused, it's not going to repeat that and teach tamke ikav again. It must be for this new concept, the novel concept of hetemitzdarif leisur that you join the heter and the isur. Um, Whereas Rabbonon, Rabbonon say, uh, I don't want to go through the details now, but the Rabbonon say you can't learn Tam Ke'ikar from Gilei Nochrim. They say that's a novel case, and therefore it can't be a precedent for the rest of the Torah. And therefore they use Mishras by Nozir to teach Tam Ke'ikar. Okay, and everyone agrees by Korban Chattas that it's Hetem Istarif Le'isur, but they, again, you can't learn from a Korban to other areas of the Torah. So that's the, that was the Machloikas, yes, and I just regarding Tam Ke'ikar, how do we Paskin? So it's a machlok is actually discussing fully, and most hold that it's Doraisa. As you see here, it seems to be learnt out from Sukkim and Drosha. So it's Doraisa, this that we treat. Therefore, if you have some milk, um, meat and milk could be slightly different. But we treat, if you can taste the milk in the meat, it's Doraisa, meat and milk. It's a problem. I'll tell you why milk and meat might be different, because the Torah for they, this is just something to keep in mind when the, uh, in Shulchan Aruch it's two different sections there's Bosa Bachalov, meat and milk 
and tarubos, forbidden mixtures, like if non-kosher gets mixed with kosher or something. And they, a lot of it overlaps, you can imagine, you know, mixtures and meat and milk getting mixed together and how do you, um, what happens if a drop of this falls into that, you know. So there is an overlap, but there's some very, there are key differences between them. For example, um, meat and milk rice is only if you actually cook them together with uh, kosher and non-kosher or wine for a nazir. If it's just soaked together for a long time, it becomes forbidden. Um, another difference, and this is, plays a few interesting roles, is by meat and milk, derech bishul osra Torah. The Torah forbade it by way of cooking. So even if it wouldn't necessarily fall, if it's like the normal, a normal thing that you would do for cooking, even if it doesn't necessarily meet other criteria of taruvos, that could forbid it as meat and milk. Derech bishul I'm trying to remember why I wanted to bring out that principle. Okay, I can't remember now, but... Um, but that would definitely be... Um, you couldn't learn tamke ikar from meat and milk to, some, to another area of the Torah. Um, but there we brought because of another reason, because it's two things that are permitted that join together. Um, oh, but there's a machlokesh rishonim, so Rabbeinu Tam, and this is how we paskin, we basically paskin, is that Tam Ke'ikar is Doraisa, and it fits in very well with this again. However, Rashi there in Chulin, when he's discussing, he says it's only Midrabonin. And he explains how, he, how there it's a longish Rashi and a long Tosos discussing Rashi, but Rashi says that Tam Ke'ikar is actually only Midrabonin. Really, you go after the substance, not the flavor. Um, which is, I mean, and even with flavor, there are two ways of looking at the flavor, and you have to see if halakhically it makes a difference. Sometimes something gets a, um, sometimes the flavor is substantial. There's actual wine absorbed in the bread. When there's wine absorbed in the bread, there's actual wine there. Theoretically, you could squeeze it out. But sometimes the flavor is more less uh, more, yeah, more subtle less substantial it's not real substance it's almost uh, I don't know what the word is uh, but uh, you, it's, uh, it's not like there's actual wine in the thing it's just the flavor of wine it must be some sort of particles or something but even there we would, gen- we would say Tam Ke'ikar. Okay, let's go on to the new point. So, okay, fourth last line of Lama Dainam Ubeis. says, Omalei Ravashi Rav Kahana. Ravashi said to Rav Kahana, Elohot Tonya, what about the following bracelet? It says, Mikolashe Yasa Ayain. Anything made from the wine vine. It says, That teaches that the different Isurim of the Nazir join together. I grapes and seeds and peels and raisins. They, they can join together to make a kezayis. Now he says, L'rebia, this is going to be difficult to Rebbe Akiva. It says, According to Rebbe Akiva, even if you have something permitted, it will combine with the Isur. As we explained yesterday, you have a half a kezayis of bread and half a kezayis of grapes. And you eat them together, you have. So that's heter and Isur joined together. Isur le Isur, mi boy, does it really have to come along and teach us a drosha that Isur joins with Isur? So Omar Lai, he says to him, Yo, hete mistari, hete le Isur, bevas achas, Isur le Isur, afilu beze achaze. says, Yo, what it's coming to teach is that for hete mistari, for Isur, it's only if you eat them together. We actually saw what's, what's together. So one opinion means actually mixed together, like wine soaked in bread. 
or other bread soaked in wine, bread that's absorbed wine. Or Rashi even holds, no, if you just eat the bread and the, and the grape or the bread and the wine in the same together, then you asur. But regarding isur, even if you eat the one and then the next, it joins together. So if you would eat a grape and then have a drink of wine, they would join together. That's the ba'isur, even though it's one after the other. Again, it would have to get lashes. It would have to be within the time frame of Kedah Filas Pras, which we saw mainly two days ago. Um, then the Gomorrah brings another point. For Rabbi Shimon, according to Rabbi Shimon, the late Siruf, who does not require joining together. Rabbi Shimon, we saw earlier on in the Masechta, he holds this that the Torah says you only get lashes if you eat a kazayas. He, he doesn't hold for that. He says, no, you get lashes no matter how much you eat, even if you eat a tiny drop. What's the halacha of kazayas for? Is do you have to bring a korban khatas? But again, so according to Rabbi Shimon, if you just have one grape seed, or a tiny piece of grape, or a small sip of wine, you're already high of lashes. So you don't have to come on to two measurements joining together to equal a measure. So he says, no, my dorish, so mikol yase, my dorish. What's he going to learn from the pasuk of anything which comes from the vine, again, which we said is to teach that the different Israelites join together? He will tell you, He uses that to teach that you're not a Nazar unless you take a neder from all aspects of the Zerush. Remember, we saw this Mahlokas right at the beginning of the Masechta. If someone says, I'm a Nazar from Wan, or I'm a Nazar from Tuma, do they become a complete Nazar or nothing at all? Rabbi Shimon says they don't become a Nazar unless it's from all three, all halachas that a Nazar has to Accept. Amar Rabbi Yavu, Amar Rabbi Lazar. Rabbi Yavu said in the name of Rabbi Lazar, "Kor Rabbi Yishabatoyra ain hetim istarif leisur." All Rabbi Yishabatoyra, we say that heter is not mistarif leisur. Chutz mi Rabbi Yishabenazir sharei Amar Toyra mishras, except for a review of wine which the Nazir drinks, which the Torah comes along and says, where the Torah has a special word mishras to say that it, that we do say hetim istarif leisur. So now. Rabbi Avol's actually taught us two things, and this is what the next line of the Gemara is going to bring out. The teaching we just saw, Rabbi Avol said in the name of Rabbi Lezer, that the revius, the liquid, remember revius is the liquid measure that you transgress, joins together. So if you have a bit of water and a bit of uh, wine, the nausea would transgress. Um, Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Avohu, the same sage, said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, uh, on Daf, towards the end of Daf Lamed Helmut Beis, he said, "Call Isurim, um, all Isure Nozir joined together." So he's not limiting it to the liquid part; he's limiting it to the solids, the eating of the grapes, etc. So that's what the Gemara says. My Ikabain Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Loza. What's the real difference between Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Loza? They both seem to say Hetem Istarif Isur applies by Nozir. So Ikabenei the Rabbi Yochanan. Sorry, says, no, the difference is that Rabbi Yochanan says you join even the foods together, even the, even the grapes and the peels join together, whereas Rabbi Elazar, Rabbi Elazar limits it to liquids. Aye, so wine and water will join together, wine, you know, things like that, but not to other aspects. Um, 
Yeah, the, the Tosfos explained the Machlokes is based is based on um, Mishras. What does the word Mishras imply? So according to Rabbi Yochanan, it implies Mishras absorbed in uh, bread. Where, and therefore he uh, he says it applies whether you're discussing the liquids of the nozzles forbidden to have, Iwan and grape juice and all those things, or whether you're talking about the solids. That is Rebbe Eli, that's Rebbe Yochan. Whereas Rebbe Lezer holds that he holds no Mishras, it sounds more like it's alluding just to the liquid, to the wine. So he limits it to that point. Okay, let's go on to the next piece of Gemara. Omer Rebbe Lezer, Eser reviews Haim. There are ten halachas to do with reviews. V'nokit Rav Kahana biyodei chamesh sumka v'chamesh chivarta. And Rav Kahana, to make it easy for him to, me- to remember, said there are five to do with red, five reviews with red, and five reviews with white. As we're going to see, red is a reference to either blood or wine, whereas white is water or other liquids. So we're going to see five halachas where it makes a difference, or, and oil, yeah, white would be water, oil, etc. Um, we're going to see, so there are five halachas that depend on a revius. That's what we're basically saying. So what's it? Chamei sumka. The five red ones, the way you remember it, it just gives a short list and then we'll explain what each one of them is. Nozir v'oise pesach shehoiru b'migdash umaisu. So Nozir was making his kavan pesach, they paskened in the base of migdash and then died. Okay, so that's the way to remember the five relevant revius. So what's the first one? Nozir revius in a nozir. This, that a nozir, how much does a nozir have to drink to transgress having wine? A revius. Just keep in mind that in our Mishnah we actually had a machlokas. We had the Mishnah Rishona said a nozir transgresses when he drinks a revius of wine. Whereas, uh, whereas I think it was Rabbi Akiva, the latest I just taught that it's even a kazayas, less than a revius. But so just keep that in mind. This Mishnah is going like the early teaching, the, this, this, sorry, this teaching. It says, Pesach, what's that referring to? So the Omer, someone who's making a Koban Pesach. So the Omer of Yehuda Omer, Shmuel Arba Koises Halal To fulfill the mitzvah of the four cups of wine, I, when you're having your Koban Pesach, you have to have a reviews of wine. Four, yeah, yeah. Each, each cup has to be, have a reviews of wine. How much you have to drink of that reviews? Ideally, you should drink all of it. Second best is to drink a mole lugmav, a cheekful, which is generally a majority of it, which should be at least a majority of it. Um, interesting question they ask is, why doesn't it say Kiddush or Havdalah? Kiddush is Doraisa, Havdalah um, is, according to some Rishonim, is Doraisa. Why bring the example of the four cups of wine that you have to have a reviews? For all of those, you have to have a reviews. Um, so that's, that's uh, so, I mean, one answer, I was thinking, the mitzvah that we most, uh, uh, there is a special dimension to the mitzvah of the four cups of wine, and that is it's to publicize the miracles that Hashem did for us. So, at its root is a very, very important concept. I mean, Kiddush, you might argue, is similar, but that could be. But another reason is actually, according to most, if not just about all opinions, and how we Paskin, the four cups of wine each person has to drink. Okay, maybe we'll discuss that more when we get to uh, get around the cycle to Psochim again. But the four cups of wine on Pesach, each person has to drink. You have to drink your own, have your own reviews and drink it. Pardon? Yeah. 
But Bakidish, you don't have to drink your wine. You don't need a reviews. I can hear you say it. There's even opinions that you can say Kiddush and I can drink the wine. You know, so it's not essential that you have a reviews of wine for Kiddush, but for the four cups of wine it is. It's interesting. It's not a 100% answer because Tosfos in uh, Sochim, want, at least one of the opinions there, want to learn that one person can drink the four cups of wine on behalf of everyone else. But we, but remember also, there's, uh, yeah, we generally Paskin that each person has to um, and that's why we go for oh, we say each person has to drink their own four cups of wine I mean I, I don't know if you've been at a Seder where someone hasn't and even those who really can't drink we do encourage it to be alcoholic but most hold you can rely on grape juice um, so that's the second one the third one is Shehoiru regarding Psaq someone who drinks a reviews of wine is not allowed to paskin anymore his brain's not as clear, so he can't give, uh, so he can't pass it. But Migdash, what's it got to do with Remigdash? Shasa Rabi's Yahim, Venichnas Lemigdash Chaim Misa. Venichnas might be specifically a coin, if I remember, but if he enters into the base of Migdash after having drunk a Rabi's of wine, he is Chayev Misa. Not, not literally based in or put into death, but Misa Bidai Shomayim. Umaisu, the first one, the Tanya, what's it got to do with death? Says the Tanya, Venichnas Rabi's Damshe, Yoitso Mishnei Maisim, Sheyahi Metame Boahel. How do we know that if you have a reviews of dam from two different corpses, it's matame ba'al shenemar, as the pasuk says, ma'al kol nefoshos meis lo yavo. Tosos explained, kol nefoshos, the blood that gives life to the nefesh, and it's in plural, so it can come from two nefoshos, lo yavo, the kohen godel shouldn't come into that room, or into an ohel of that. So this is the law of ohel ameis. We know that if there's a corpse... It transmits tumor through oil. That means if you go over it, you become tome, or anything under it becomes tome. Or if you share, a, if there's a, a roof over the mace and you're also under it, you're under the same oil, you become tome. So obviously a corpse transmits tumor, but a reverse of dam from a corpse also transmits tumor. And not only that, the salocha. If the reviews of is made up of two different corpses, it will also transmit tumor. So those are the five halachas to do with. If you have a reviews from two different corpses, so half a reviews from one corpse and half a reviews from a second corpse together, it transmits through ahel. Obviously, if it's from one corpse, it transmits through ahel, but it's even if it's two. It is. Yeah. So that's yeah, etzem kisa'ira, a piece of bone like a bar, like a barley size or an ankle. That's if I remember correctly, that's to do with touching. I don't think that's through oil. That's only through touching. Yeah. So it's not a problem if you go over a tiny barley size, but it's a problem if you touch it. Yeah. If, if I remember correctly, yeah. Um, the, what are the five halachas to do with the white liquids? Five halachas to do with the reviews of white liquids. So first one is Khalas Nazir Sorry, the, the acronym is Khalas Nazir First one, Khalas. What's the loaves referring to? So that's review Shem and Lachala. That's the review Shem and Lachala. Tosfos say it here, but I'm actually, and I didn't get a chance to look at the other commentaries. But Tosos I found a bit difficult. It says, we know this is referring to the Tosos say we're referring to the loaves, the chala of the the loaves of the tomid. Um, yeah, sorry, not the tomid, the toida. This we know when someone offers a korban toida, Thanksgiving offering, they bring forty loaves. Ten of those loaves are bread. 
one of the few times that you bring bread as a carbon. Otherwise, as we saw the other day, Baal Taktiru, you're not allowed to burn hummus on the Mizbah. Okay, but that's an exception. Um, then there are 30 loaves that are matzah. 10 each is a different type. There's um, what the Revuchim, uh, Rekikim, and Chalos. So the Rekikim are deep fried, and the Chalos and Revuchim are different, other different types of uh, matzah. Now, it says for those 30 loaves, he needs half a lug of oil. So a quarter of a lug, a revis, for the rakikim, and a quarter of a lug for the chala and the revucha. So that's how Tosus is learning the revis. What I find difficult about that is then we're not saying that you need a quarter of a log for a chala, for the chala loaves, we're saying you need a quarter of a log for the chala and the revuchim. But that's how Tosus explained the the, the, the reverse is referring to the loaves of the nazir, of the, of the korban toida nazir. That's referring to the reverse shemen and nazir. That's the reverse shemen and nazir. That's the quarter log that the nazir needs to for his mincha offering that accompanies his uh, his korbanos at the end of his nazirus. Mitzora, the third one, it says reverse mine the mitzora. The mitzora needs a quarter log of water for his end of. For, the, for his procedure. They shech the one bird into a bowl with water. How much water does that bowl, or spring water, how much water does it have to have? A revius. That's the Mitzora. The fourth one, Shen Nifsalu, that became Tome, the apostle. The Tanan, as we learned in the Mishnah, Vashar Kolamashli Matamim, Tameim, Sulim Esagvir Berevius. If you have any any liquids that transmit that are Tome, they make a person... Apostle, I basically tome that he, he can't go into the base of Midash or Ichuma if he drinks a revius. That's a that's a Xerid Rabbonan, but if you if you would take a, let's say wine that is tome and drink it, if he drinks a revius, he becomes tome. Again, he's not Doris, he's not tome, but a Drabonan he is. And then the fifth one, Bashabas, so this is regarding carrying the time, Vasharkal Hamashkin Bereviz, Vasharkal Ha Shoifkimbereviz, whether it's other liquids or um, wastewater, if he carries a revis, he's high. Remember, on Shabbos, to transgress carrying it has to be something significant. So, significant of these liquids is a revis. So, those are the ten liquids. Now, the Gemara asks, he says, the two laker, you're telling me there are no more, there are no others than this list of ten. Tell me there are no, there are no halachas in the rest of Shas that have to do with revis. There's what about Vahoikam and revis? There's an opinion that you can use a revius of water for Natilas Yadayim, and if there's leftover water, you can use that for a second person. Moral says, no, but we're not dealing with arguments. I, there, this halacha that you can use a revius, you just need a revius in the cup to wash your hands, and if there's leftover water, a second person can use it, that's subject to Machlokas. There's another opinion that each person needs their own revius. <laughs> yeah. But few, yeah, it says so but Pluxa, we're not discuss the ten, the list of it sounds on the surface, but we'll clarify this. It sounds like the list of ten is not items that have machloikas regarding them. He says Boho Ika Hoyo Mavi Fili Shell Kheres Log This is regarding the procedure for the soita, but you take a, a earthenware file and you put a half a log of water from the kior 
for Rabbi Yehuda Omer Revius, and Rabbi Yehuda says not half a log, but a Revius log. So again, the plugs are like a Mairi. No, we're not dealing with arguments. That's my focus. Tana come and review it. How much water you need? So we're not going to bring it in our list of reviews. But uh, what about the halach of how much water did you put in it? This is if there's urine there, you can't daven or say kriyashma, things like that. So how, how do you dilute it? How much water do you need to dilute it? So the one opinion says, Kol Shuhu and Rabbi Zakai. Oh, my Rabbi Zakai says, no, you have to put a reviews of water in it. So, but Pluxa, like Kamari, again, we're not dealing with Pluxa. The one difficulty, so we've tried to extend our list from just 10 items to more. But if you think about what's the, the first, the one that's in our context is a nausea. How much wine does a nausea have to drink? Is it? One opinion says Revius, and another opinion, Rabbi Giver says Kazayas. So, you just told me, but Pluxa, like Kamari, we're not dealing with ones to do with an argument. Anyway, but, pardon? Yeah, but you can measure with displacement the solid. So, so again, so you, we just brought few examples and we said, no, we're not going to bring add those to our list because those are machlokes. So the one answer given is, no, in the list of white liquids, there's no machlokes. But in the list of red liquids, there's many, there are, they do list ones that have to do with machlokes. Again, I'm trying to then understand. So he wanted to make this list and he wanted to make it easy to remember. So he broke it up into five red ones and five white ones. And now all of a sudden we have this major distinction that in the one list we'll keep it at five by not including Mahlokas. But in the other list we're going to list Mahlokas. gets like, in my mind, it's starting to make things more confusing than a simple way to remember it. Um, okay, let's see. Oh, one other question for Ho'ika Mikvah. What about the halacha of a mikvah? For Tfilis Kalim, the mikvah only has to be enough to cover it. So if you have, let's say, a needle that became tome, you just need a review of water. You don't need a whole mikvah. So it says, no, de Ignore, leave that out, because the Rabbonin cancelled uh, that halacha. They said, we don't pass it like that. So we're not going to add that to our list. Okay. He's not liable unless he eats from the grapes, the kazais, etc. Um, but as we said, liquids is a machloikas. The missionary Shoina says a revius and Rabbi Akiva says a kazayas. So on that, Tanakama loyman dami lohan lakoli surei nazir lishtia. The Tanakama says we don't compare all isurim of the nazir to shtia verbi akiva says kivain dirsiv v'anovim lachim yevashim and dry and moist fresh and dry grapes lo yachal is not allowed to eat ma achila bakazais af kol isurim kazais just as achila is a kazais so to all isurim is a kazais I should have actually read the pasuk it will make it a bit easier um, the pasuk says miyayin v'sheicho yazir so if you look, the whole first part of the Pasuk is to do with the liquids and drinking them. Wine, vinegar, sorry, a new wine, old wine, vinegar, um, etc. Mishras, again, infused, also sounds like we're dealing with the liquid. And then it says, and then it goes on to grapes. So the t- missionary Shoina learns that 
Well, we keep to the standard rules. If it's a liquid, you measure it and you only transgress if it's a revius. If it's a solid, it will be even a kazayas. However, but Rabbi Akiva comes along and says, no, because the Pasuk joins it. It says, and the extra vav of, of fresh and dried grapes to tell us that they're the same. So it must be just as the second part is, just as obviously by eating it's a kazayas, so too by Drinking, it's a kazais. Again, a special halacha by Nazir, but it's because they joined in the Pasuk. How I've explained it, it basically comes out, the only point of Machloikes is a revise for other liquids. Um, according to, everyone agrees that the Nazir transgresses the eating grape products, he transgresses Chaim Malkus if he eats a kazais. Just regarding how much does he have to drink before he's Chaim Malkus. Mishri Shoina, a revise, Rabbi Akiva kazais. There's another version here that the Rosh brings, and it must be based on a different Girsa, but that's basically the first opinion holds no, both are a Revius, and Rabbi Akiva holds both are a Kazayas. Okay, I don't want to go spend too much time on it, but just um, uh, interesting. It says, You're liable for wine by itself. I, what, that, what the Mishnah was there was saying, if he just has wine, or he just has grapes, or he just has grape seeds, or just grape peels. If he just has one of these serum on the nausea, he's liable. He doesn't have to have some of all or anything like that. Each one's almost, as we're going to see, each one's an independent isur. Um, yeah, just to take note, the Rambam, when he's listing the mitzvahs by nausea, he lists 10. 10 of the 613. But here we'll see, they, each, each of these is considered their own avera. I don't remember, I don't remember how the Rambam classifies them, but if I remember correctly, they're ten. We learned in the Brisa, when the Pesach says, um, and fresh and dry grapes, you're not allowed to eat, that's unnecessary, and it's coming to teach that you have for each one independently. I, to the degree... That if he ate a kazayas of each with a separate warning, he could be hived to two sets of lashes. So if there's a nausea sitting there and he's going to eat some raisins and some grapes and you say, do you know you'll get lashes if you eat the raisins and lashes and if you eat the grapes? And he eats from both, a kazayas of each, he'll get two sets of lashes. That's what we're saying. And then he says, And therefore we learn from all these surim, it shouldn't be from the Torah, it should be all these surim by the nausea. By the Torah, just as here it's one uh, species, it's grapes, but they have two different names. The one's called grapes, the one's called raisins. And you liable for each of them independently. You'd be liable for this one independently and that one independently. And we'll see what's that coming to include. What other example are they the same min but just different names? It says, They knew, um, new wine and grapes. New um, wine and grapes. So that's the. Wouldn't be new one and old one, not grapes. 
Oh, so that's so, so I'll come to Tosfos now, but just the important point. If someone would come and tell you, you know, ah, oh, you're a nausea, don't drink wine, you'll get lashes, and you better not drink any wine, you'll get lashes, even though he's been warned twice, you only get one set of lashes for drinking wine, again, as long as it's one action. And if he warns him, don't drink wine, and the Nazi drinks wine, and then he says, no, don't drink wine, you'll get lashes, and he drinks more wine. Okay, that's two separate actions and two separate things. But if he gives him two warnings, don't drink wine, you'll get lashes, don't drink wine, you'll get lashes, he only gets one set of lashes when he drinks wine, even if he drinks multiple kazaisas. However, if he says, don't drink wine, and don't drink grape juice, and don't eat grapes, or don't eat raisins, and don't eat grapes, that's two warnings, and you'll get two sets of lashes because they're independent um, isurim. So Tosel says um, regarding the chamre chadati vanavi, the new wine and the grapes. He says afal pisha tamam shavei Even though they taste the same, the grapes just before you squeeze them taste the same as the juice just after you squeeze them. So that's still they taste the same. You go, they have two different isurim, as the Apostle says. Um, says um, then he says, But wait, there's a difficulty here, because new wine is mentioned explicitly in the Pasuk. And then grapes are mentioned explicitly in the Pasuk. Because the Pasuk says, from Yain V'Sheichar. And the Targum explains what's Yain, that's new wine, and Sheichar is matured wine. So we already have them mentioned in the Pasuk. We don't need this Drosha to say that they're two different, that it's just because grapes and wine. they mentioned separately in the Pasuk, so it's so obvious. So the Sotosas answer, Yeshramar di'i mi yazir, havi amine chadata kagon arba yom, da'achash loisha yomim shebotza, yomim shebotza, ein tamo ketama novim. Aval ya in chadosh mamash, ein meloma chayv el achada kamash falan. He says, nah, when we say new wine, we mean at least three day old, so from its fourth day. Because then it already lost its loses it starts to ferment it loses its taste of grape juice. It's now uh, wine, and then obviously you get proper matured wine. However, so what the possible what we're extending it to is, and this is not in the Mishnah, what about freshly squeezed grape juice that tastes the exact same as the grapes? That's what we're referring to as this novel idea, and anything that. If it has a different name, even if it has the same flavor, it's the same thing, it would be, he would get a separate set of lashes. Omar Abay says, If someone eats a chartzan, a grape seed, wait, I get them mixed up. Um, which one's chartzan? Uh, Let me just get the puzzle. Um, yeah, I think Chaltan is the grape seeds. Um, it is a machlokes, which one's which. But Omar Abaya, Ochel Chaltan, Loikesh time, if he eats Chaltan, he gets lashed twice. Ochel Zag, Loikesh time, if he eats a Zag, he gets lashed twice. It says Ochel Chaltan, Vizag, Loikesh Sholosh, if he eats a Chaltan and a Zag, he gets three lashes. Rava Omar, Eina Loike, Ela Achash, Eina Loike, Alavshe Bechalos. Rava says you only get one set of lashes because you don't get lashed for a general negative commandment. What, oh, I should have explained Abaya first, but Abaya holds that the Torah says a few things. Um, it says, um, 
For example, it says um, you're not allowed to mishum. Let's just go on. He says Abayah says if you ate chartan, you get two sets of lashes. What do you get lashes for? So the one is the pasuk says mi'chartan, you're not allowed to eat. Chartan lo yachel, chartan lo yachel, and it also says mikol asher yase migefen hayayin. Another negative commandment that the nazi not allowed to have anything from the van. So by eating a chartan, he transgresses two: eating a chartan and eating something from the wine. That's how buyer learns. Rava comes along and says, no, that's a lav shebechalos. If you have something that's generic, includes multiple things, you don't get lashes for it. So you won't get a separate set of lashes. Mikol Asheyin. Well, you get one. You get. So I'll come to that. But on the surface, you only get lash for chartan. You only get lash for zayin. You only get lash for grapes. Only the specific items that are mentioned. Whereas a buyer holds no. You lump it together. You not only do you get lashes for those those ones that are specified in the chumash. You also get lashes for mikol yasa any eating or anything. Consuming anything that's produce of the product of the vine. Um, oh, there's a discussion whether is this where there are specifics like Banozir, it specifies types of things from the vine, so then you don't get lashed for the live Sheba Klalos. Or is it any time, any time that a love includes multiple things, you won't get lashed for it? That's a machlokes in the Gemara elsewhere. It says Mosi Rab Popper, Rab Popper challenged us. Says Rabbi Elazar, I mean Nazir Shoy Shoy Shoy. Say I in Kol Yom Einochai Velachas. If you have a Nazir who's drinking wine the whole day, he's only liable to one set of lashes. So Amru Lo Al Tishde Al Tishde Vuhu Shoy Say Chai Al Kol Achas Baachas. If between each glass of wine they told him don't drink, don't drink, he'll have to he'll be liable for a separate one each time. If he eats fresh grapes, raisins, grape seeds, grape peels, or he squeezes from the bunch of grapes and he drinks it, he gets five sets of lashes. Now, if Abaya is correct, Lilti Sheish, Achas al you should get a sixth one. What? For anything from the vine. Each one of those are mentioned in the post. Each one of those are a specific item that he's liable for. But according to Abayah, he should also be liable for the generic issue of anything from wine. So the Gomorrah, so, 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 that's, so that's, that's Rav Popper's challenge on Abayah, is that this list said there are five lashes, and we assume he's trying to come up with with one bunch of grapes, how many surim can you be? Can how many sets of lashes can you get? You know, Papa says, look, it's five. Five sets of lashes. It's two hundred lashes. Well, yeah, if, uh, yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, and then you also have to see because remember they calculate how many lashes he can handle. Yeah. So I don't know if they would give him like one set, wait for him to recover, and then give him a second set. I don't know exactly how they do it when there's multiple. But five sets of lashes. But the thing that the, that the, that Rav Popper's bringing out is it should have added Mikol Yase from anything from the vine and give him in a sixth set of lashes. So he says, no, Tan of a Shire. The Tan is not teaching a complete list. He's just giving five examples, but there are a few others. Oh, Ma Shire, the Hashire. You want to tell me that he left out 
One, what else did he leave out? Remember, if you're going to give me a list, you're not going to give me a conclusive list and leave one item off the list. You might give me a list and leave off two items. So he says, my shy. So what did he leave out? Shai, loy, yachel dvoro. He left out. You're not allowed to transgress your word. I remember that's Panadori. says, oh, says, no, that's not considered left off the list. Because our mission is only teaching things that are unique to uh, Nazi that you don't find in other places. as well. So that's why it's not included in the list. But not because he's having an incomplete list. So far, Omale, he said to him, Omale Ravina Mipazika, Ravashi, Ravina said to Ravina Miparzika said to Ravashi, I'll tell you, Bahoshair Devaina Bainayim. He left out the Baina Bainayim, the pulp, the flesh between the grapes, between the seeds and the zag, which is another one that's mentioned in the Torah that you should get lashes for. So we see that there are six. Sorry, we see it is an incomplete list. But now the one says, So Ella, Omer, Papa, Loi, Tanya, Midi, Chomesh. Actually, the Brysa didn't say five at all. She says, but wait, then what was Rav Papa doing saying that there's six? Very interesting. We revised it. We said, the Brysa mentioned five. And we went, Rav Papa wanted to say, oh, five and not six. It's a challenge on a bayet. We've just shown that it's not a complete list. And actually, the Brysa doesn't even mention five. <laughs> Rav Popo was the one who came in and inserted five in the Brysa. So now the Gomorrah's coming out and Rav Popo, you can't come in on a challenge. You can't challenge uh, Rav... Uh, you can't challenge uh, who, uh, um, a Baye from a Brysa that you made up. <laughs> what, like, what's going on? I thought it wasn't a tradition and that he would retract. I didn't know that it was a Gomorrah tradition that he had and he would not retract. <laughs> What's a fascinating thing, I think, what Rav Papa is saying. He's saying, no, I was just running a litmus test or a, what's it, a strength test. Why? Because I knew, I, I thought that maybe, there's two possibilities when, I, when a, a Moira says a halacha. Is it something he worked out based on his understanding? Or is it something transmitted as a tradition? Remember, if it's transmitted as a tradition, he's going to be less likely to buckle and he's going to push to keep his tradition. Say now, look, I know it doesn't necessarily fit perfectly, but this is how you would have to explain it. But if it's not a tradition and he thought of himself and you bring something that undermines it, he'll, uh, he'll be like, oh, okay, fine, I concede. So that's what happened here. Rav Popa said, you know what, I'm going to test a buyer. I'm going to quote a Brysa. I'm going to misquote it and see if he buckles. If it's not a tradition, then even he'll buckle. Okay, and then we can work out what the correct halacha is. But if it's a tradition, he's going to start challenging me. And that's what happened here. He said a suggestion. Rav Popa said a suggestion. He got challenged with these answers, so he realized that it was actually a tradition of my had a much stronger. Let's just do the last line before the Mishra, Rebelezer, Oiber, etc. Rebelezer says, and that was a machlokas, when the Potsuk says, Chartzan va'adzag, which one's the grape seeds and which one's the peels? Is Chartzan seed or peels? And is Zag seeds or peels? So, Amr of Yosef, Kaman metag geminan, mefut sanin va'ad itzurin karebi yoisi. Rabbi Yosef says, Our Targum, I Targum Unkulus says, from Mufut Sanin ad Itzurin, from the seeds until the peels, 
that fits in with Rabbi Yochanan. I that chartsanim are the seeds, and zag is the peel. And I don't know, I don't know if that, if it's relevant to halacha, but that's generally how we explain it: the chartsanim as the seeds, and the zag as the peel. Okay, we'll leave it there for today. Have a very good one.